This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello, and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today... I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Jess Sansom from Sansom VA. Jess, please tell us about your business. Okay, so I am a social media VA and I work with small businesses and entrepreneurs, mainly women, um, helping them with their social media, making sure that they're posting consistently and uh, making sure that they have uh, social media platforms that they're really proud of. And you do it brilliantly. I've used your services for at least six months and I absolutely love how you manage things. The wonder of reading your chapter is that you talk about teaching children and you were a teacher and how incredibly brilliant that was for you, but missing out on your own child's life at that stage and the juggle. Yeah. What made you want to leave or have to leave teaching? Yeah, I, I'm, teaching is the most rewarding rewarding career and I still miss it every day actually um, but I got to a point where um, I just wasn't seeing my little boy at all teaching is actually a really really competitive career uh, you wouldn't think so but it is it becomes um, so who uh, who's there the longest who does the most who supports the most extracurricular activities and who does the most brilliant fantastic displays in your classroom and so because of that your hours get longer and longer and longer and I would leave at seven o'clock in the morning and probably not get home till probably seven o'clock in the evening mm. and my little boy would be in bed by then uh, and it was kind of daily because I was still full-time at that time um, and I started to miss out on things and it still haunts me today that I missed his first steps because I wasn't at home, because I was teaching teaching children. And I started to resent it. And at that point, I knew something was wrong. Um, and I knew I had all this training of teaching children and I didn't have the time to use it with my own child. And that just seemed crazy. Um, so, yeah it really contributed to the decision to leave. It is it's fascinating hearing from teachers because um, growing up or when you get to start in your career, I hear a lot of people say, oh, going to teaching, they get so much time off, they get to the same time. And, and now on the other side of it, when I know a lot of teachers, I'm around a lot of teachers, there's no way that that is, they are utterly exhausted. They deserve every bit yeah. of time off but you but that feeling that you talked about of I was I loved what I was doing it was so rewarding but I was missing out my own child's life I just I thought that was such an incredible awareness for yourself yeah something about it yeah yeah 
you know, your children are little for such a short amount of time. And I didn't want to miss it. And actually being a teacher, I had been on the other side where I saw the children be completely deflated and their little faces crushed when their mums and dads didn't turn up for assemblies and go on school trips. And, and I thought, I can't be that. I can't do that to my own children. So something had to give. Wow, that is such a, yeah, what a difference when you've got your own children that you start seeing those things. Oh, what a hard decision. Um, what did teaching teach you about running your own business? Um, okay, so running a classroom, is a mean feat <laughs> um, you know you kind of have all the practical stuff so like your time management and making sure that you fit your lesson within your slot but also you know sometimes we had nine different things to squeeze into a five-hour day um, all with small children who wanted to go and play lego or <laughs> going in so you know kind of keeping the kids on track so all of those kind of things are um, quite useful for clients um, having kind of organizational skills and learning systems and things like that that's all really useful but I think that the two things that teaching taught me would be perseverance mm. and flexibility um, because without those you wouldn't be a successful teacher but you definitely wouldn't be a successful business person either um, because being a business person it is really bumpy and there are times where you just think I can't do this anymore I don't want to do it anymore but you've got to keep going because the good bits are on the other side yes. um, and being flexible so if something's not working try something else or with I'm with clients if something's not working for the client do it in a different way um, and working with children definitely taught me that so I love that because I'm hearing myself when you're saying what I have to do is herd cats, get them to do what I need them to do so that I can do the bigger picture. And I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> I want to do all the shiny things. <laughs> oh, I was trying to be PC. <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, <laughs> what made you decide to niche to social media management? Um, okay, so when I, so I talked about in my chapter that I had a kind of a natural or forced break from the pandemic so I had been a general VA for a little while and that was going fine you know I enjoyed it it paid the bills and everything it wasn't I, I kind of couldn't see myself doing that forever um, but um, I was happy doing it then the forced break came and actually that gave me time to think what is it that I really enjoyed doing out of all of those jobs and I made sure that I was part of lots of Facebook groups and and I started to notice a thread of the thing that people hated doing the most um, even the most serene people you ask them about social media and they become all dramatic and theatre loving I can't do it I hate it because right well this is obviously something that people need um and have a want for and actually it's something I quite like doing so it kind of just happened naturally really yeah. Um, and so, yeah and so um it was born really well, I love that you you niched you decided that's what you were doing and yeah. the clients found you 
Yes. And the way that you've built the business from there has absolutely been on the boundaries of this is what I do because I've tried to push boundaries. That's what I do. <laughs> but it is it it's it's really good. You, what you do is so good that it it absolutely proves that this is what what you're meant to be doing. Is yeah. Why people niche. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, I could be doing so many more things and bring it into the business, but actually when you really get to the crux of it, what the client wants is just a simple structure, organisation. They give me the information. I turn it into social media posts or reels or whatever and do it for them. And they don't have to think about it other than a conversation with me, um, you know, once a week or every fortnight or wherever suits you it's done and um you know and they reap the rewards from the numbers coming up and their business coming in and things like that so as you know I don't like thinking very much at all and you take that all away from me so thank you you. (laughs) um if there was one lesson you want every entrepreneur to know what would it be um this was a tricky one really I I think it's two things one would be the obvious one networking and facebook groups are your best friends do them they work um but a more philosophical one would be being strong to your values and your non-negotiables think about what they really are whether they're in business terms or personal and stick to them because if you do you'll be happy and you'll find what brings you joy and if you don't love what you're doing there's just no point in doing it that is perfect. Really good. Thank you. Uh, what is your favourite piece of business software? Uh, so my business pretty much runs on Trello and Canva concurrently. Uh, Trello is the thing that I use with my clients and that's how we communicate. Um, what I do with the social media and the Canva is me uh, creating the graphics to go out onto their platform. So I can't have one without the other. So both of them really. That's perfect. Um, I think that all businesses, that Trello is one of those things that your brain either works that way or it doesn't. There's lots of other pieces of software out there like that. Trello, Asana, Basecamp, uh, lots of them. But yeah, when you've found what works for your business, Trello and Canva for you, perfect. Yeah, they're very visual um, and I'm quite a visual person, so they're perfect for me. Jess, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being involved in the podcast and in book five of Shining New Crazy Daisy. Great, it's great. A real pleasure to be part of it, actually. So thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.